Hello, I'm Tyler Strauss. I'm Austin Bryan. I'm Miles. I'm Brendan. I'm Cole Vincy. I'm Logan DeBusubel. And welcome to the Underdog Sports Podcast. Today we will be talking about MLB free agency and the NFL playoff picture. The first topic for today is the best fits for the remaining MLB free agents. Uh, first off, Jerickson Profar is a left fielder that's still in. He's turning 30 this year. Austin, where do you think he can land? I believe that he's going to stay with the Padres because they're going to need somebody to lead their outfield with a lack of defense that they're going to have out there with Soto and Tatis most likely moving to the outfield. How many games is Tatis suspended for? He's going to play, I believe it's roughly between 20 and 30. But he's back, though. He's going to the outfield because Xander Bogart's. Can they get Provera, temporary fill the need, and then platoon? Second, what about Pablo Lopez? What's the deal with the Pablo Lopez situation? I think he stays with the Marlins. I uh, doubt he's going to get traded to like uh, L.A. or New York. Yeah, I, I also he's agree gonna he's going to stay with the Marlins as well. Yeah, I think he's going to stay in the NL East. I don't believe that there is much of a market out for a pitcher, Right now, there's not a lot of teams that haven't already made a big pitcher move. I, the only team I could see doing that, it would be maybe the Yankees, because they said no, that they're not going to get Trevor Bauer. But I don't see most teams going after him instead of Trevor Bauer, who is a free agent, and you wouldn't have to give up top prospects. Yeah, I, I believe potentially we could see Pablo Lopez to either New York or L.A., because last year at the trade deadline, the New York tried to bolster their pitching. They had made an offer for Pablo Lopez, including Glaber Torres. Which well, New York then, but then, Matt, the Yankees. But then, that was before they got Rodon. Right now, they're going to have Montas missing the first month. That's fine. They can find someone. They have, like, a Steve a Cork, or, or Cork Schmidt, and then they can bring him up for the first month and then send him back to the, either to the bullpen or back down to the minors. Well, with the long season in the MLB... 162 games. There's going to be injuries, so that extra starting pitcher can always help. Personally, from the Yankees, they might want to make this move because of how unreliable Montas has been last season. They picked, him, they picked him up to be uh, for them to have a nasty 1-2-3 one, two, one, two, punch with Cortez, Garrett Cole, and Montas. But then Montas fell off, Garrett Cole fell off, and then they really only had Nestor Cortez. Well, Garrett, Cole, to, Garrett Cole didn't fall off. He... Had, I'm pretty sure it was like three, a three something, something ERA, which is pretty, still pretty good. But it's not what you want in in your ace. You're paying like three hundred million dollars. Exactly, but it's it's still not it's not a liability. Yeah, you should you should be able to score over three runs every game. Personally, I rather than Garrett Cole, I would say I would much rather have someone like Justin Verlander or Max Scherzer who consistently have had and will continue to have low ERAs throughout their career, and they have not been affected. You also have to look at pitchers who have been affected since the spider attack change because guys like Tywin Walker have lost a lot of value since that happened. You also have to take into consideration their age, though. Like Justin Verlander is getting old. He's got a one-year deal with the Mets. That is very true. But what the Mets have been doing... I don't know if they really care about the age of their players because as soon as they retire, Steve Cohen's just going to get them new guys. Uh, one more thing about Pablo Lopez. Other than New York, I see him potentially landing with the Atlanta Braves. 
They need a starting pitcher. Yeah. And they have a lot of prospect depth. Yes, Garrett Cole joining the Yankees in 2019, becoming somewhat good, and Boston owns him. I've got you. Yeah. <laughs> we, other everyone, than, everyone Garrett, other than Garrett Cole's good. struggles, though, that's the topic of Garrett Cole. He is, he is actually, other than Boston, he has not been roughed up that much. He lost a bit of, he lost spin rate after the spear attack, and like, but other than that, he's been fine. Okay, on to Brian Reynolds. Where could, where could you see Brian Reynolds from? Personally, Brian Reynolds, I, the only team I could see wanting to go after him is the Rangers. But the reason why I actually think that he's going to stay with the Pirates, the Pirates basically went out and said that they that they are looking for a Juan Soto-like package for him, and he is not, he's not worth he's not, Juan He's not worth that. Yeah. The team is going to offer The Yankees... That. The Yankees had called the had called the Pirates. The Pirates asked for two, the wanted like Volpe. They asked for two of the three big prospects, as in Dominguez, Volpe, and Peraza. And they also wanted a quality day-to-day player. And last topic with MLB free agency: Trevor Bauer. Is it the end of his career, or will he get signed? I think. I think. Um. Trevor Bauer will not get signed. Actually, no. I think the Mets will sign him. I mean, okay. Personally, I believe that he will definitely get signed, considering the fact that a, he over 50 games he's playing that he will not get paid for. I just the Mets have already gone out and said that they are not going to even consider. So have the Yankees that they're not even going to consider going after Trevor Bauer. And I don't really see where he could go as of right now, but. I, I do believe that he's going to end up somewhere before the season begins. Agreed. I think if he goes to a place that has a good two or three starting pitchers, I think they might try and move him to the bullpen. He hasn't he hasn't pitched in over a year, so I think that being a very long stretch and him throwing a hundred pitches a game isn't going to work out very well in the beginning. They might move him back to a starter, but I think. If a team signs him, they move him to the bullpen for, say, the first three months and then work slowly work him back into a starter in the MLB. Um, well, what about Carlos Correa? What do you think? Austin, you follow the Mets. What do you think about the Mets potentially? What do you think is – there must be something big because he got – Knocked off by two teams. Do you think that leg is going to be a problem for the next four or six years? So what the doctors are saying is that if he gets injured to the leg that was um, surgically repaired due to an injury he sustained in the minors a while ago, people are saying that if he injures that, his career could potentially be over. And I think that the Twins did a good job only offering him six years because the docs were saying in four, five, or five, five years, the um the leg is going to be done. What the Mets offered him was twelve years. The first six years were guaranteed money, and then the last six years was not going to be guaranteed. It was going to be based off if he were to be able to get injured. So clearly, there's definitely something wrong with him because I do not see a reason why Steve Cohen would not sign him if there was not something wrong with him. Well, yes, I 100% agree with you, Austin. You were dang right. 
the same thing happened back in the 90s, I think, with Michael Jordan. He got, it was er, very early in his career, he hurt his ankle, and the doctors told him not to play. And he, he ended up playing. He was supposed to, it was like a 10% chance that he'd get hurt again, and if he got hurt again, he would not, he, his career would be over. And he ended up playing, and it worked out, thankfully, but it could have been very bad there. Along with the Michael Jordan season, it reminds me of Steph Curry early in his career. Yeah, Many teams exactly. didn't want to trade for him and said they wanted Monte Ellis, mainly because of his glass ankles. But later in his career, he ended up fixing that problem of his, and he ended up becoming the star he is today. Speaking of glass ankles. All right, so. This concludes our third episode of the Underdogs podcast. Thanks for listening. Lastly, if you want to email us, you can email us at theunderdogspodcastnj at gmail.com if there's any topics you'd like to hear or just anything you want to talk about sports-related. We can talk about it on the show. Thanks for listening.